ladies and gentlemen, to our third episode. That's gone quick. I'm your host, Samuel Catler Ramirez, destroyer of worlds, conqueror of lands, descendant of the dudes that brought you hot chocolate. And today, I'm joined by Caitlin Allen, a law student at Durham University and local loudmouth. She also goes by the moniker Snakelin, if you see her around the wild. How to introduce today's episode. Well, we recap some of the highlights of the recent civil rights movements across the world. We, uh, well, I slam the Tories. I also slam JK Rowling. So to summarize, I've turned this podcast into my personal vendetta propaganda machine. So don't get on my bad side. Needless to say, I hope you guys enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the third episode of the Antidate podcast. Oh my god, it's going so quickly. I'm joined by my good friend Caitlin Allen. Uh, we went to the same college. She's a prospective law student. I'm going to let her introduce herself, actually. Go on, Caitlin. <laughs> I'm Caitlin. I'm studying law at Durham in like a week. Oh, God. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about that. <laughs> What's your favourite colour? Uh, purple. Purple? Ooh, colour of royalty. Do you approve? <laughs> Do you want to tell us about your topic today? So um, I was thinking about how social media has affected politics in like a good way. Rather than people, because like people often complain that social media is becoming like too political and stuff, don't they? But yeah, like, yeah, actually, yeah. you don't understand like from like a politics side how much it's engaged the youth in it and stuff like that. Oh, definitely. I mean, before I had Facebook, the only thing I knew about politics was um, what was he, the pig fucker guy, David Cameron. <laughs> David Cameron. I knew his name. Yeah, that was it. I knew his name, and that was it. Well, I used to think that the Conservative Party was a good party because it. The blue, and blue used to be my favourite colour. <laughs> <laughs> Before I had social media. The sad thing is, I bet there are some 40-odd-year-olds who still think like that. Honestly. It's definitely yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. <laughs> that is just a very... If you knew me when I was younger, that's a very me thing to say as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, Caitlin, what's your favourite party? Oh, you know, conservatives. Why? You know, the, the austerity, ETC, ETC. Yeah, but they're blue, mate. <laughs> they're blue. So... <laughs> they're blue. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, well, talk to me about social media. Talk about its impact. Right. So, when you think about it, think about, like, the last election, yeah? I don't know. Oh, God, do you, yeah. Do you use TikTok? I do not yet, thank God. I've said away. Right. So, for me, personally, my um, TikTok would literally constantly labour this, labour that. And we all know young people vote labour more. Yeah, well, you've probably yeah. seen a few that like I've posted on my stories and like, other people have posted. And I had never, like even back to like, the referendum and stuff, it was big then, but with this like, new form of media, I'd never ever seen anything like that, and I'd never been as sure that Labour were going to win an election. Mm. I don't know if you, would you would you agree? Yeah, it kind of caught me by surprise that towards the end Labour was not doing that well. Especially with like the landslide that they won, that the Conservatives won as well. Yeah, that came so out they, of nowhere for me. 
Yeah, so that's really like, I think, when it started making such a big difference. Like, social media and stuff. And then especially during lockdown, like, with the Black Lives Matter movement, for example. That, yeah, um, I saw a, a post the other day that said, Black Lives Matter is basically the, um, like, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s protest, but done by lesbians on smartphones, and I thought that was amazing. Do you know what? You're, like, pretty much exactly right. That's, I was going to say something like that. So, like, the thing is, it's made, right, so the previous, like, civil rights movements, they've always had these people that you can target against, aren't they? Mm, yeah, like, like, sort of, like, leaders who are bringing everyone together. Yeah, like, these leaders. But now, with this age of social media, I can't think of any leaders. I can think of, like, Not... a few vocal social media influencers. But, like, um, like, it creates this, like, different way that we say what we want yeah yeah i get you i get you like so because there isn't this one leader anymore it's this mass like all of gen z like constantly feeding into this like i don't know what like what word he's like this like i want to say void but like not void if you know what i mean i get what you mean this uh this central like node i guess if you know what i can yeah. like central node yeah, we're all like putting our information into this like cacophony of screaming screams for justice to get very pretentious exactly. like exactly like think about this. the video of george Floyd's death yeah obviously it's awful you probably you've definitely seen it haven't you? Yeah, we yeah. would have never ever seen that if it weren't social media no they could have just paid a few people to shut up and the entire thing could have gone to bed Exactly. It wouldn't have been known. Like, there might have been a few local protests. It never would have been. We had protests on the other side of the world with us. We That's had true, protests. actually. We had people emailing our MPs about worldwide politics. Mm. And then it was like, so I know I emailed my MP, which is a different story because useless. Um. <laughs> I was like, hey, do you know, we could maybe stop selling America all these arms. And he was like, yeah, but the Black Lives Matter is an awful thing. And then ignored my email, like ignored every point I'd ever made. He said, well, I'm assuming it's a he actually, sorry. He, yeah. Um, yeah, he. He said that it was awful. He, right, no, he said something to do about protests in lockdown. And how oh, right, the, u- the usual rigmarole, how... Yeah, yeah, how how dare you protest, GC? Even though most of the protests in the UK, I mean, I attended one of the protests. Yeah. Almost everyone there was wearing masks, and me and my girlfriend at the time, we were actually handing out masks to people who didn't have any, and they were all wearing them. <laughs> the people who got them, they immediately put them back on. Exactly. Like I, mean, I couldn't have been there because of like other things, but like yeah, I, of course, like, yeah, you told me. Like, like a protest like that, like about something that happened in the US that wouldn't have been possible about the social media. That's very true actually. Like um how did ML was it MLK? Yeah, how did he, MLK do it back in the day because he didn't have this kind of instant mail service we did. I'm curious how the hell he got his together. Exactly. Like he just used to go from city to city and then his name got made like obviously as some big criminal. Um, yeah. And then people created smaller groups, but it wasn't this big link of thing where we were all campaigning for the same thing. Mm. Whereas, because it, it doesn't, 
it's like you were saying that it has no leader really now. It has some people who are like higher up in the, I guess, informational hierarchy. But exactly, like I think there's just this big, like, like obviously Blackout Tuesday was very performative. Yeah, the amount of people who posted black squares and then haven't done anything since is deafening. But it's you know, cool. like that does that not show you that the impact that it's having? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying that it becoming a trend was a good thing. I think the people who just did it as a trend are, you know, asshats. But oh yeah, the yeah. fact that it became a trend—that's yeah, pretty exactly. wild. Exactly. And like, um, so I, I, I googled it before, and I think it was 17 million signatures on a petition Whew. for the George Bly petition. Like, how is that? Like, That's amazing, isn't it? And then. I remember, because I know you said you didn't use um, TikTok, but when like when it first happened, I every single video on my For You page on TikTok was something new about Black Lives Matter that you can learn. See, I, I like, like that. That like the, the begin, the, not the beginning, but like the, the when it reached us really in the UK, like BLM. Yeah. That was wild. Everyone was sharing things about how to help black businesses. Yeah. There was a lot of um. Granted, it's kind of slowed down now, but there was a lot of definite empathy being shown by people who otherwise didn't really take to those kind of things. Exactly, and it was like I things was like great. in the UK as well, like John Boyega's speech when that went viral. Oh, that touched me. It that was amazing. I cried too. <laughs> I'm not too <laughs> proud to admit it. That man's amazing. That man is a legend. It, yeah, it's honestly it's amazing. It's just that social media has had this like massive impact on the way that we view politics because you can try and like obviously black lives matter isn't political and you should believe in it no matter no it's a human rights do. movement yeah but it is political and well, it's it... like um oh sorry to interrupt you there it's fine uh i was talking to oh sorry i did it again <laughs> no carry on carry on you go <laughs> okay 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 i was talking to the uh the principal of my college uh, our college actually yeah uh, on a teams call a few weeks ago and he was asking me about the blm thing because they hadn't responded about it mm. and then it took a few weeks for them to get a notice out and i i understand now that he obviously his hands were kind of tied legally because yeah. at that point blm was seen as a political issue and obviously schools can't comment the political leanings etc and then mm. my man um went and did it anyway later because he's a legend oh he is uh, i love him to bits but um i went and spoke to him and he was like oh well our, our hands are tied at the moment because it's a political issue and then we just had a debate over everything is political exactly. everything exactly like you is, say that yeah. person shouldn't have been killed oh my god you're such a lefty snowflake or whatever <laughs> I love that comment. So just snowflake, yeah. Well, I'm not the one complaining that someone's asking to call them different pronouns. Love, all right. I absolutely love that. Oh, they call it. They call like people like you and me snowflakes because we care about other people's feelings and human rights. And they've been told that they have to wear masks now. And there's people down in Hyde Park doing a protest. Exactly. Like, <laughs> it's the same people protesting. <laughs> Lockdown, the, the ones that were like, it's absolutely despicable that you have to protest because black people get murdered all the time. <laughs> like, black I, idiots. I think it's horrendous that I can't go to the shop when I'm on. So you can't protest against someone because people deserve rights. Right. 
can I can I just point something out about the whole anti-mask mandate? It's against my right thing. Yeah. It's illegal to expose yourself in public. Yeah. It's illegal not to wear clothes in public to, because obviously it's seen as being indecent. Mm-hmm. They're now telling you that you have to wear a mask to protect people. In the same way that you have to wear clothes to protect people from, let's face it, these same anti-maskers unsightly bodies. Yes. So it's not really infringing on your rights any differently than they already do with a clothing law, so I don't get it. <laughs> exactly. And then when people are like, oh, I can't wait because I can't breathe. Right. You can't breathe. No one's going to be wearing a bad I'm sorry. I didn't make out that last bit. Your microphone cut out. Oh, sorry. It's like, if you can't breathe, no one's forcing you to wear it. So, like, grow up. In my opinion, that might be a bit... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's as well the number of posts of doctors showing that they've got 100% oxygen coming through that mask exactly I'm, I mean I don't know if you've seen my mask it's um an industrial yeah. grade half face <laughs> exactly. respirator and I just wear it around just to poke fun at other people who won't wear a mask well right so I work in um, a store and I did an 8 hour shift in a mask and I was perfectly fine like, so they'll even, like, when they come in and they're like, oh, I can't believe I've got to wear my mask again. Get off it, yeah. It's like, it's my face, is it? Mate, I've been studying for eight hours. <laughs> you can fuck there. right off. Exactly. You've popped into this shop to buy yourself a fucking Freddo <laughs> and you're <laughs> complaining. People complain about anything. Ah, oh, that's that is true. I think that is the number one pastime in the UK is complaining. Yeah, pretty much. That and drinking, but that's a story yeah. for another day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you think that um social media like? Because you obviously were talking about, you know, youth engagement, how it's helped civil rights movements rise in other places. But how do you really think that it will help those people that normally stay out of those kind of issues? Do you think it will pull them in, or do you think that now that they're used to seeing it on their feed, they're used to ignoring it? Well, right. Think about the way that politics is spoken to you. It's people using these big, long words, and it's, it's a lot. It is judges lying quite a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. the only people who understood politics were those who went out of the way to understand it. Hmm. Whereas now, there is so many people breaking down politics into, like, a, a more simple way, like, like easy diagrams that you can share onto your Instagram story. That you yeah, see yeah people... so, like, idiots like me can understand it. Yeah. So, like, but people tend, like, to stay out of it because they didn't get it and they didn't see how it affected them. Yeah. But, like, because now we're being exposed to it more, you kind of understand why it's important a bit more i think like yeah now now that you can see how it affects your day-to-day you're more likely to engage i get you yeah and you actually like understand it so it's like so simple politics on instagram and twitter the um instagram page if you've seen it simple politics no i, I will actually hold on I'll, i will follow it right now so they like oh, break shit, it down like what happens in every pmq or, like, what the important votes are. I mean, they make them into, like, an Instagram photo that you can easily share. Oh, that's and great. This, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I, it's amazing. And it's, like, they make the information more digestible for the everyday person. 
Yeah, because as well, there's also an issue of time. I don't think everyone has the time to watch PMQ every... This is embarrassing, every, every time it's on. Is it weekly? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's weekly. Every Wednesday? Weekly. Yeah. I think it's... I, I just... There's this page on Instagram called UK Fact Politics, and I, I've kind of warmed up to the owner by defending him in the comments section of some of his things. <laughs> but he, he just he just sends me the PMQs now. <laughs> That's probably nice. Well, like, um, yeah. well, this is the thing, right? So we live in this world where we're getting so much information thrown out all the time that the best mm. way to get information is through one picture or a few pictures on Instagram or a 10 to 60 second TikTok or like a 208 character tweet. Like, that's the true. information's a lot more digestible and you don't need to go out of your way. It's constantly there. We're all always on our phones anyway. So now we're being exposed to it more than we would be in the media. But then also, it runs the issue of, I mean, have you seen what's been going on with Facebook recently? How, you know, Zuckerberg saying that tech companies shouldn't have to fact check political agendas or political ads. You just pay them and then they'll run it. They don't matter. Because you, whilst... Whilst you can see loads of stuff shared on social media, you don't always know if it's true. And a lot of people, they see that picture and they just assume truth straight away. That is obvious. That is a massive issue, obviously. Like, um, there was one... Um, so when Manchester went into a local lockdown the day before... The... Well, it was not a local lockdown, it was just great restriction. Yeah, The yeah. day before the... Obviously, that was an awful thing. But someone shared a post that it was Andy Burnham who did it. It wasn't. So then everyone then ran with the fact that it was Andy Burnham. Andy Burnham's awful. So, like, yeah, obviously yeah. there is stuff like that that it does. That was just one example that I could think of. Um, I mean, my, my example was the uh, the Google Maps. You know, when they uh, said that, oh, look, they took Palestine off Google Maps and, in fact, it had never been on it because the US hadn't ever declared Palestine as a country. Oh, yeah, like, stuff like that. It's like... yeah. And it is really easy. Like, I saw something going around as well. At, is, was it Lebanon, the bombing? That was Lebanon, wasn't it? I think so. The, not the bombing, not the bombing. When the thingy blew up, there was a big... Um, the port? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so when that, it was like, oh my god, they've been bombed. Mm. And then, like, that I was... I saw so many things saying that it was bombed when... There's this... Obviously, some things are a little bit shady about it, but it... The story that all the major news things are going with is that it was some Russian businessman who just left, was it ammonium nitrate, in yes. a warehouse for years, and he just blew up. Sorry, I shouldn't be laughing about it. It's make, making me giggle. Apologies. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. It's, <laughs> yeah, no. it's, it's stuff like that, isn't it? Where people are like, it does, like, false news does spread so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Um, social media and that like it's so easy for someone to take a 10 second video and run with it and come up with something completely false but for the most part the the one that, maybe not facebook facebook has never get no but like but you, the you just know that, by now to avoid facebook oh yeah i love facebook to argue with racist like old people <laughs> um no so it's like you just you avoid facebook like Instagram and Twitter and stuff, most of the things that I've seen are actually mostly accurate. So, yeah, yeah. Other than, oh, what was the um, 
the video in Manchester after the um, protest when they were saying they ran the police officer off the horse. Oh, I Do don't you know, know this one. Have you not seen the video of the police officer where she like ran into a lamp? Well, the horse ran into a lamp post. And she I thought that was in London. It might have been in London. It might have been in Manchester. Oh. It was one yeah, of the we, I think it was, it was in London. Yeah, it was in London, I'm pretty sure. Right. Okay, well, I was on there. But, like, when people, like, oh, they ran her off. When they didn't, yeah, she, they just had a she horse just in ran into, like, a lap. Lap. Yeah. yeah. They had a horse in a loud situation, which everyone knows you shouldn't do. Well, yeah, they spook quite easily. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's stuff like that. And, um, like, when people send you, like, a message and they're like, Oh, like, you know when you put something up and they come up with, like, well, I read this one tweet oh. about this EDL. I, I saw this from the official Donald Trump account. <laughs> That's just not a good place to start, is it? <laughs> oh. Oh, sorry, that tickled me. Go on. Do you not think on the same hand, like, in, in the same way, that it's holding people more accountable for the fake news, like, the fake stuff that they're posting? So, like... I get your point, I get your point. Like, the traditional media, they won't lie. They just won't tell the truth. Oh, yeah, they'll twist and, it to whatever makes more controversy. Yeah. But like, social media is holding them more accountable to be you... honest about it. I get you, because if someone says something wrong, 300 people instantly are then proving them wrong. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's like, so after George Floyd's death, when they were like, he died with fentanyl in his system, and actually it's like a trace amount that he died... And then they're, like, trying to make it out like he was a massive drug addict, like, addicted to fentanyl and opioids and stuff. Yeah, just to try and demean on his character. Yeah, and it was like, well, that was called out quicker than it would have been if that was just a general media outlet. Yeah, because it would have been either the evening or the morning or whenever the newspaper could have gone out. No, Or not. the TV broadcast. And then, yeah, and then it would have took another, probably a left-wing newspaper to then research into that. And then mm. wouldn't have found out for another 24 hours later. And by then, the damage is done. Yeah, and then there's people who wouldn't have read the next day's newspaper or they wouldn't have watched the broadcast. And then there's some people that, yeah, I get your point, actually. I get your point. Exactly. But now, because we're all constantly on our phones, which, like, <laughs> like we, that, I can't even switch on phone. Because That's a conversation in itself, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, because we're all constantly on social media. We're all like, we're always told what's true and what's not within normally the hour, even if that. True, but a lot of people don't research for that second update. They just see the first thing and then dip. That's true, but then when. It like kind of creates this easier way to call someone out though, because then they'll post, "Oh, this person was a drug addict," and then actually, and then you, yeah. Like, so I know I've had a few conversations with people, like not saying that he deserved to, yeah, they were saying he deserved to die, but like because he was um, a drug addict and he was doing all of this, and then you actually send them the actual stuff and they're like, "Oh right, okay, yeah, kind of." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. So would you say that it's like shorten the news cycle then? Oh, definitely. Like you, it's made it so much easier. So I, where I work, I sell newspapers. When I'm reading them, and I'm going, well, I found that out two days ago. Like, do you know? The <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I found yeah. that out two days ago. It was proven false. 
and you still run in with it as your headline. I think newspapers only sell now because of the uh, the crossword. I'm pretty what? sure that's that's the only thing they can do. That and people who don't have the internet and need to find a job. Well, yeah, like the only people I sell newspapers to are old older people. I uh, buy newspapers. Uh, like yeah, but like I mean like. <laughs> I know yeah, you yeah. do, but do you know, like, the Sun and the Mail and the Mirror, all of them, lovely newspaper. Yeah. And, like, sometimes even, like, football news, that's about it. There's a football newspaper? Oh, no, but in, like, do you know, like, in the MEN and stuff, there's, like, quite, they've got, like, the football news stuff in it. Oh, no, there is. Oh, yeah. There's a, it's called the non-league newspaper. something, I don't know. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Never catching me reading that. Right, it seems so boring. <laughs> I can barely watch the thing on TV. Talking about like, like, like the like our generation's collective effort to just block the sun. Mm, Do you not fuck remember the that? Sun man. Exactly. I know. But like, what? Twenty years ago? I don't even know. Yeah, twenty years ago. The only access you had to any type of news was the newspaper, and they can feed you whatever lies they want. That's true, because often you wouldn't have a way to research that really before the the net became a thing. So you just have to take whatever they said at face value. Exactly, but now, so people will just go, "Oh, okay." So I heard once that it is Labour's fault that there was a worldwide recession. Yeah. So I've I've heard I, that many a time. So I'll run with that. Now we've got social media, which means we've got this constant like access to facts to prove them wrong. Yeah, 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 I get you, I get you. So it's easy to change someone's political views as well. I feel like with the internet. It depends though, don't they? Because then you've get these like uh, these Trump loyalists who, even if they have facts staring them in the face, and this is a sizable amount of the American population now, they have facts staring them in the face. They'll still grab their fucking hindquarters, plonk them on the ground and be like, Frank news, Frank news. That is, that is true. Yeah. But I doubt you'd ever change their minds anyway, even... Oh, no, exactly. Like, they could have been educated. They could have the most educated person in front of them. Or you could have done something for them saying, actually, I lied there. (laughs) Like he did the other day. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And they'd still be like, fake news. Fake news, bro. Oh, Jesus, the stubbornness of some people. Well, it's like, so I remember using, like, social media and stuff. Do you know when we was in Scholars and we, so I, like, we fucking sign you all the time. All right, I'm going to provide some context for the listeners. Uh, oh, in yeah. our college, we had this uh, Scholars group where some of the uh, beefy-brained kids um, and me got to sit <laughs> in a room and basically argue about the issues of the day. So, like, was Michael Jackson a pedo? Did Madeline no. McCann's parents kill them? Those kind of things. Wasn't our first one was, should we raise children gender neutral? Oh, that was a good one, actually. I like that one. That was a good one. But, like, we use social media all the time in them arguments. And That's then, true. That was the way that we fact-checked. That was the way. And then, do you know when we did the um, project on Brexit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember someone used social media as a way to say, look, this is our opinions on it. Like, the youth's opinions on it. Like, it just, it created this, like, wider availability for young people to have access to politics in a way that we understand. 
Yeah, in a way that we can, like, in a way we can associate with, in a way that we can, you know, get, I understand, yeah, I get you, I get you. And we have, like, a quicker access to politicians as well. Like, right, I'm gonna, I'm somebody who wants to go into politics, right? And I didn't know that you could go to see UMP until really? about a year ago. You can just waltz in. We had what? And you've got to, like, got well, yeah, to, you got to make an appointment. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't know you could just go do that. Like, the regular I didn't know. could go do that. That's cr- I didn't know that. That's a, that's a thing? Um, like, if you make an appointment and stuff, yeah. Pretty Wild. Sure. I know. Looks like I'm going to become <laughs> real close friends with my MP. <laughs> Isn't your MP a Labour one, though? Honestly, there is... Um, I used to be involved with the Rochdale Youth Board, and yeah. I very quickly decided that I didn't want to be. <laughs> so like, I enjoyed the work they did. The people there were lovely. Um, I'm not going to say any names, obviously, because I don't want to ever face a lawsuit, but they were really nice people. The NYP at the time was a friend of mine. He did. He yeah. did a great job. The one, one, one who came after, she did a great job as well. They were very talented people, very passionate. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I actually, yeah, it was great. I loved it. A few of my friends came in, but then the election happened, and I was just like, eh, I'm not sure how much I like this. Mm. Like I, I know. This is where the point where it gets dodgy. I may have to edit some of this out, but it felt forced. Right. It felt like the youth board was just a pleasantry to give children some idea that they were involved in politics. Exactly. Because all, all we, yeah, all we really did just sit at a table, go through an agenda, and didn't really do all that. We did a bit of youth work, but we could have just done organized that ourselves and have done it in half the time. Exactly. And now we have this constant call out to our politicians. Like, mm. you tag them on Twitter and your tweet gets enough, like, interaction with it, and they have to respond. No like, more. Oh, you got lost in the mail bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are they going to do? Like, when they're getting called out on social media, that <laughs> Just DDoS you, mate. That's it. Your exactly. account's suspended. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, um, right, put it this way. When Dominic Cummings got the lockdown rule, if that, was quite, in, yeah. that, that wouldn't have been mentioned in the media, maybe by a few left-wing ones. By no, like but the... Regular... Yeah, they would have... Except maybe the Sun and Daily Mail because they just want to cash in on every controversy. That is true, but they'd do it after everyone else. And then, yeah, they'd like, wait. Yeah. But, like, we wouldn't have gotten speaking in the garden... If it weren't for social media kick-off, which anyway, um, we wouldn't have had people literally, like, do you not remember how angry Twitter was? I don't know how... Uh, I didn't start using Twitter till, like, two months ago. Ah, right, no. Not even even two months, like, a month ago, yeah. It was, like, trending, like, top of trending for, like, three days straight. Damn, nice one, you guys. Fuck that dude. Yeah, and then, like, people, like, even on, like, Snapchat which is where I feel people get the least political out of all the media that people use our age. Yeah. Other than that old But, like... <laughs> but, like, that's... Even people on there were fuming. Even the people our age I know who voted for me, they were fuming. 
to be honest, I'm not. I'm gonna like go on a limit, but there's a lot of people who voted Tory who are now just like, yo, this group is kind of shit. Oh yeah, definitely. I know a few we went college with. It's just they've not really done much to retain their um audience. Oh no, they've really not. And then obviously, they've really it's dropped like, the bomb. So it was like when Boris the other day he came out and he was like, "It's young people's fault." Oh, that dick. Oh, I know. But then when like we were like, actually, it's your fault. We're the ones most likely to be in the jobs that have had to go back first. Like retail and like the food industry and stuff. That's us. Yeah, exactly. We're the ones who are having to go back to school in like unsafe areas. Like bubbles of up to 100. That's not a bubble. Mother- motherfucker there's a primary school across the road from me i walked past with my dog the other day there's kids there just running and bumping into each other exactly, that does not look yeah. socially distanced to me bojo you bald and prick oh no it's really not like so my sisters are both in school now and she's like yeah there's like um the entire year is a bubble and she's like but you can't actually social distance in the school like do you know when you're How passing it... over years and stuff yeah how is that a bubble? It's just not. And it's like, so like, the social media call out on that. Like, it's just, I feel like social media has given the young people advice that we've never had because people have always been, you don't know enough about politics, you're too young. Ah, I love it. I love it when white men say that to me. Like, old 40 oh, year old white men just say it to me. Like, mate, well, you try and tell me. me. Exactly. So that happened to me. We all know I went into politics, so obviously I know a bit about it. Like, and then it's when a people bit. are like, a bit. <laughs> we'll go a bit. And then when people are saying like, "Oh, I didn't expect you to know anything," and it's like, well, <laughs> one, the average person in our generation knows more than most other generations do. Like the well, yeah, because we spend most of our time it. scrolling through it. Exactly. Like we have this constant like literally constant access to anything to do with politics and it's like kind of forced on us a bit more than it is with other generations well yeah because if you didn't want to listen you could always turn the radio off but you're not going to turn instagram off are you really in our generation exactly or twitter he's going to keep scrolling through like you might just skip through but you like you're inevitably going to take something in yeah you'll retain something Exactly, and it's like, I know, because obviously I'm vocal about it on social media. A lot of other people <laughs> are then, like, a lot of other people then message you and get you this. It gives you access to give people information that you'd never be able to give them in person because they'd never know where to start and ask you. Because how often does, like, an actual political conversation get brought up in, like, a conversation with someone you're not that good friends with? Oh, that depends. Are we talking me or you? <laughs> It gets brought up with us quite a lot, but like with the average That's person. true. The average person, not a lot. <laughs> you and me, I feel well, sorry for like, the people around us sometimes. Yeah, me too, but that'd be in a more controlled setting. Like when we'd have them mm. like tutorial and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, definitely. I too would have to move on and give everyone else time to speak and ask questions and stuff. But it's like you don't have this like access to give it to other people. Yeah. In person, as you did on social media. Because in social media, you're just posting your story. Someone's scrolling through. I mean, 
I know I'm a sucker for gifts and flashy letters, so if I see that, I'm going to end up reading it. Or a big, chunky paragraph catches my eye. I'll end up reading exactly. it. Exactly. And it's like, I don't know. It's just giving people this new access. And we're in this world where there's that much. We, we do need these short, snappy bursts of information because there's no way we'd be able to retain everything. No, there's and so much fucking media. shit going on constantly. Jesus. Exactly. So it's like, all right, so think of it this way. So after we had our results today, social oh, yeah, media pressure to make a change to how A-levels were done, like to give us our um, centre of test grades rather than the government and that organised another protest that social like we wouldn't have had another protest outside parliament if people weren't actively on social media constant talking to each other yeah what if you think about it really social media is the reason why you we we all got our grades upturned because i don't think the papers would have done it for us always like Definitely not, because the people who own the media are the ones who went to the private schools who were perfectly fine and got their grades boosted, like, from like a decent <laughs> Bro, I, I, it still annoys me that they still won, even though we, like, we got our grades pulled up. It still annoys me that they still get to keep their nice, fancy grades, so I they know. still won in the end. I know. And then it's like... I've never seen people as annoying as I have done in the past six months on social media. That's true. Like, it might just be because we were all bored and stuck in the house. <laughs> but, like, people were never this open about it. And, like, you can find out so much about someone's political opinion just based on, like, their Instagram story. And That's actually really true, yeah. It's just... It's given us this, like, new wave of being able to communicate with ourselves like communicate with our own government that we never ever had and we can put more pressure on them and then obviously we can do stupid things like did you hear about the mass false registration for the trump rally the k-pop people that did that yeah (laughs) that was incredible exactly round of applause for them honestly like we do stupid things like that but we have a voice that politicians have to listen to we can't just really, go... if, yeah, because we're more tech savvy. We kind of we can control the conversation quite a bit online. Exactly, and I know you do. Obviously, live in this like chamber where, like, an echo chamber, where mm. your social media often reflects your views. But it's yeah. not a small one. It's not you and a few friends. It's you and pretty much generation. It's you and as many people as willing to follow you. Yeah, I get you. Like it's just. I'm trying to explain it in a way, like, so I know a lot of older people who have said that the protests recently have never ever felt, like, in comparison to older protests, they can't think of another example of that many people coming together and protesting one thing. I honestly think that the BLM protests, they were incredibly moving Yeah. for me as, as a person. It, it was like nothing i was i was there i was listening to these speakers it was like nothing i'd ever seen with my own eyes it's like pe- things i'd seen from martin luther king's own actual where he stood there his protest that single one because they were obviously it was broadcasted but yeah that was happening everywhere exactly like 
you couldn't. It would and then like even so this is a bit of an earlier example, but do you know the what is it on a Friday? Um the climate change one. Oh, uh I forgot what it's called. It's like Fridays for climate or something? Something like that, yeah. School strike? Yeah, the school strikes. Like they took off because of social media. That's because... true. They took off as well because Greta is a badass motherfucker. Oh yeah, definitely. But like the media commented on the first one and didn't comment that they've still been going over a year later. Yeah, I follow her on Twitter. I was like, fucking hell, she's still got, was it like 60? More than that, maybe. Yeah, it's something. It's so high. And then they'll see that, um, obviously, the ones online. But... Yeah, it's, we're given, it, it just, we've got so much more advice. Like, so in the politicians would just be like, oh, we'll cut uni fees. And then they never do. <laughs> Never do, yeah. But like now, they actually have to listen to what we want. To a certain degree, I mean, they still dance circles around most things, but oh yeah, but, like they have to give us more most of the time false promises. But yeah, uh, it's the... week one hundred and nine. Listeners, the school strike. Go on, Greta. Oh my god, one hundred and nine so, like, weeks. You badass motherfucker. Exactly. Like. But like <laughs> the, the climate change policies, the climate change is a big thing that's been pushed on social media. That's like, the true. mainstream uh, media does not talk about climate change. No, they don't really give two shits. Then but, again, that their shareholders are probably the ones polluting the environment. So Oh yeah. You know, definitely. it kinda adds up. So they can't talk about it, like they could. Yeah, like, the person who owns it and who eventually has the say-so on what comes out says, uh, no. <laughs> exactly. But, like, we can. No one's telling us we can't build something. Exactly. And it's not like... I was going to say, it's not like they can silence us, but Trump's banning TikTok isn't it, so. Yeah, Trump's banning TikTok because of his weird anti-China policies and the fact that he doesn't like kids trolling him. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like kids trolling him and he knows for well that TikTok is for most of the protests. That's true. Like, it's just, they can't control it in a way that they can control it, they used to be able to control the narrative. We were excluded from a conversation for so long that social media has given us this way to force ourselves into it. I think social media has been more beneficial than the vote at 16 could ever have been. Oh, yeah. I still think we should have a vote at 16. But, yeah, I do as well, thinking about it. At 16, I would never have voted Tory. Oh, neither. Right. If at 16 I can get married, at 16 I can have a, con- like, I can have a say in what happens in my future. Yeah, I never understood that, really, because um, why would you be able to go into a lifelong commitment with another person, yet be unable to ultimately decide the world you're going to be living in? With that, but yeah, exactly. Like that doesn't make sense to me. No, and it's like... we could we could go on all day about these age restrictions, especially the states. They make no sense at all. Oh, I know. But like, it's just we we've kind of gave ourselves a place. You know what's the this um a quote I'm having to it's by it's like if they don't give you a seat at the table, bring your own stool. Ah, uh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, so that's what we've done as a generation. 
we forced them to listen to us and we forced them to sit down and go, actually, they, they care that they're passionate about something. Because, right, so, obviously, younger generations protest, that's the thing that happens. Yeah. Younger generations will pick up something, they'll be passionate about it, and then they'll say, oh, we'll drop it in a few days. But This hasn't been dropped yet, mateys. Exactly. BLM's still going. It hasn't been dropped. It's slowed down, but there's still protests every day in America that I wouldn't know about if it weren't for social media. Honestly, I didn't realise that the ones in New York were still going strong. Exactly. Like the ones in New York and the ones in Breonna Taylor's home state have been pushing it. Was that Arizona? Uh, I'm not sure. But, like, um, like this, like, obviously, some of it got made into a trend, but everyone knows Brianna Taylor's name. That's true. You you cannot go on Instagram Explore now without seeing Brianna Taylor. Um, Louisville, Kentucky, she's from. Kentucky, right, okay. Yeah. Like, you cannot not see a name. Like, obviously, there was, um, I don't know if you would have saw it, there was a trend on TikTok where there was, like, some nice music, and then it was, like, and it switched, and it was, like, Arrest the Killers of Brianna Taylor. Yeah, I saw I saw that on Instagram. Which, a lot of it was definitely turning her name into more, like, a meme thing, but everyone knows who she is. A lot. Yeah. Did you hear about the, uh, was it a $12 million payout to a family? I'm not, I've not, not verified it yet, but I saw it on um, social media. I'm not sure whether it's true or not. I, I've not heard of that, no. I'll verify it later, but apparently there's a $12 million payout, allegedly, before Alleg- I get, you know, de- demonized. Allegedly, they paid $12 million to a family. Oh, my But God. if that is true... Yes, they have to pay $12 million. That's according to the BBC. <laughs> if that is true, they'd, they'd rather pay $12 million than arrest some white cops. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is something. The raising of... The charge um, the man, the police officer who killed George Whitecraft. Oh, that was good. Charge. I like that. Was it from third to second? Yeah, because it was really second if you read the law. Oh, yeah. And then when people are like, and then obviously there was the smaller ones when people were like, raise it to first. And then when people were saying, actually, no, you can't. You raise can't go it first, yet. yeah. Like, there is evidence to say it is first. Not enough, and if you yeah. put it too high, I don't know whether they have like a double jeopardy rule or something. So just keep it, just exactly. keep it second. Like, it's it suitable. This, you were able to educate people and to force lawmakers to make that big of a change, force them to arrest That's... him in the first place. Well, yeah, that wouldn't have happened without social media. Now that I think about it, no, definitely not. And then, not only that, once the arrest arrested him, they then arrested the three others. Hmm. Motherfucker, we're shaping the world right now. Exactly. We're shaping the world. That's sick. So this is what I mean, that when people complain that social media is getting too political or whatever, is it actually? Or are you finally having to educate yourself on world affairs, bro? Are you actually, yeah, are you just finally having to come out of your bubble of entitlement? Hey, there you go. You're just coming out of your bubble of entitlement and being forced to look at the things that you do wrong and your microaggressions towards people and the fact that Oh, just because my parents were like, sorry, doesn't mean that I have to. And now yeah, I there you are. morally do it. That's why you have an issue with social media becoming political. And it actually changed the way that politics works forever. 
Uh, my dad brought up this great point, actually. He was saying he doesn't understand why we have to make, like, get MPs to pretty much be our voice in Parliament when everyone has a phone. You don't get why they just don't all, like, oh. someone doesn't just press the vote thing and then everyone can just vote on their that, phone. That would actually be a real Neither did I. I was like, all right, Dad, fair enough then. Well, Blow me out the wall, why don't you? Now, we've got a more direct access to our politicians. Even so, like most of the um, I was on the um, government petitions website before, um, and it was something like only 116 petitions on the government website got a response out of the ones that were available. And obviously, there's a lot more, and only 16 were actually debated in the House of Commons. 160. I really hate our current system. I don't understand why. I mean, I'm gonna go on a little rant here if you don't mind. Go for it. Um. I don't understand why MPs get treated the way they do. I don't get why they get paid as much as they do. I don't understand why their financial records are free to be cleared. Jacob Rees-Mogg! <laughs> I don't get why they get treated as these upper body people and in reality they just went to a fancy school and are voted in. Bro, you're a civil servant. Act like it. Exactly. Like, it's just... You couldn't imagine your boss acting the way they do why do we allow our politicians to do the same? Well, because we allow politicians this like, well, we used to allow politicians this like ability. celebrity status almost. Yeah, this celebrity status, and now obviously it's not happening overnight, but we are changing the way that we view them. That's true. Like when Jacob Rees-Mogg was lying in the House of Commons, like oh, lying. I down. hate that slime ball. Me <laughs> too. But it's like, <laughs> uh, social media is uplifting the voices of the young MPs who don't fit into the stereotype. Yeah. So there, it's like, um, I think of what she's called. Um, oh my God, what's her name? I think she's. I know another one in the states, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Yeah, I know her. She's. She is a goddess exactly like she is pushed to be like so high up and like we allow her a voice more than she'd be given by her peers in parliament have you followed her on social media like the amount of shit she puts on there is incredible exactly like i can only think of one and he's the mp for like elmsmere but it's like justin matters i think it is let me just have a check but yeah he's vocal on social media about calling out the Tory MPs. Yeah, Justin Matters MP for Elmsmithport and Newt. And Respect for Justin Matters. Yeah, he's like, so if you go on now, he is literally every single thing, he's just like calling them out on it. And like, he, he provides his facts and stuff. Like, we never ever got this access into, like, into politics as we did. That's true. It's like, um, with AOC, she's it feels like she's directly speaking to you because you're on a social media. It's like, um, who's the is it prime minister of New Zealand? Um, I keep forgetting her name. Jacinda. I think it's Jacinda. Yeah. She She's on social media 24-7, pushing what she's doing, her next steps, just addressing the nation constantly. She is the <laughs> epitome of what it means to be a good leader i love her to bits I, I, and you see the same thing from aoc i've not i must i don't know about justin matters but from what you're saying you see a similar thing there where they're actually 
talking to their constituents. Well, like Andy Burnham, the mayor of Manchester, he's the same. Like, he's constantly like on social media like, telling us this is what we're doing. And he responds to his feedback in his replies. And, like, it gives you such, like, I don't know like, how to explain it. It's just we have a voice through our MPs that we didn't have in the past. Mm. And it's like, uh, you know what? You 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 were right. You've got me hyped now. You've got me hyped. But social media has that because I know you were a bit wary about it. And I didn't agree with me at first. Yeah, no, I was I was like, eh, you know, there's some dickheads out there, etc. But I think you you've pulled me onto your side, Caitlin. You've done a good job. But yeah, so it's just we've been given something that we'd never have without it. That's our intention. Like, we're a part of the conversation now exactly and it's like so i've seen a lot of calls on social media recently to make parliament more representative of society as a whole yeah so instead like, of just being some oxford twats like we've never had a i want to say never had i don't think we've ever had a transgender MP. i'm not sure it's like um i couldn't say we do um i, I googled it the other day and i think i don't think we have We've had political office holders, but I don't think we've had an MP. No. Wild. Like, we've had members of European Parliament and then city councillors, but no, never, never an MP. So how will we still allow transgender people a vote? Exactly. It's like when the, what was it, was there a consideration to make a bathroom law where transgender people can't use the bathroom of the gender they identify as. Yes. Yeah, that was that being pushed by the Tories. I can't remember. Yeah, I know. I know it was, it was being a... pushed by someone. Oh, fuck that woman. <laughs> I don't care what whatever she's done. Fuck you, bro. Isn't she the Home Office representative? Um, or something to do with the legal something. She was pushing it. Well, this is yeah, the thing. That... Like, so before social media, we would have thought, oh, this is a woman of colour position oh, he must be good. No. Pretty Patel is prick. <laughs> yeah. And now we've been able to do this thing into like flip this, but it's a vote in my heart. Constantly shared on social media. Mm, yeah. yeah. Like, you know how like obviously you can find it online but not a lot of people know that now and see it. No, it's hard it's hard to find. Oh it is hard to find and it's hard to specifically search for your MP. There is yeah, a website, yeah, yeah. it's like called They Work for You. I think. I think that's yeah. I think I know that one. And they show you like how, like where. But yeah. But it's like that's how I found out that good old Bojo voted against gay marriage. Oh, I know. Voted. <laughs> you bellend. Well, it's like the thing is, we've we've got quite a lot of openly gay MPs. Yeah. Good on you. The openly gay MPs tend to be the Tory MPs who are like, like you know, white gay men who are like, I'm a white gay man, therefore I cannot be discriminated any other minority group yeah using it as a shield yes kind of like um sorry to steal away from the very good moment there but kind of like if you want to compare it to someone listeners mac from it's always sunny in philadelphia how after like season 13 he's like oh i'm gay and then just decides to do whatever obviously that's satirical but Mm. you see my point that's what they're doing yeah that is exactly don't be like mac Max, a character designed to instigate annoyance and hatred. Yeah. Don't be like Mac. See, this is like 
we would never ever know how to call them out. Like, mm. could you tell me a way where you have quick access to UMP and they're guaranteed to have to listen over them through social media? Aside from sneaking into the house at night with a Glock, no. Like, I can't think of any other way. <laughs> exactly. Like, um, like, an email takes them three to four days to respond, and even then you most likely get computer generated when they say, oh, they read the word racism, so here's Black Lives Matter one that's half of them out. <laughs> and you know what I mean? Yeah, the same annoying little robot voice being pumped out 24-7. Oh, yeah, definitely. And then occasionally they'll come into your town and they'll take a photo and then they'll leave. Yeah, like celebrity status, like we were saying earlier. Whereas now, we're kind of being like, Oi, dickhead, do you remember your job? Yeah, it's like, dickhead, do you remember your job? Yeah. Do you want to do that, please? It's not even that. Like, social media changing the way we be with celebrity as well. Mm. In regards to politics. So, like, right. Transgender rights, they're not necessarily political, but they are political. No, what as is everything that like we said before. Yeah, look at how social media has just collectively decided that J.K. Rowling didn't write the Harry Potter book. <laughs> we just like, like, oh, she didn't that be me. Oh, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna go out on a limb here, guys. I'm not entirely sure if J.K. even believes half the stuff she's saying, but she's an old, middle-aged old writer. Who had one good series of books. No one liked the second series very much. The second movie apparently That's ruined right. the franchise. Mm. Uh, she's had no really good Harry Potter games that have done. The franchise is dying. There was a new one that's being released that people seem to like. But she had a one-hit wonder. She wants to stay famous. So she's become very insecure about that. What's the best way to stay famous in this day and age? Controversy. Same she may believe everything it. she's saying. Exactly. She may believe the stuff that she's saying, or she might just be trying to flame us to keep her in the, you know, the limelight. So yeah, she maintains yeah. some form of fame because she's sad and old. Yeah, pretty much. The same way Morrissey decided he's an EDL member now. Yeah, the dude probably just wants some fame because he feels old and washed up. Yeah, that's what they do. But we're not allowing them to gain, well, we obviously are giving the name, like, attention. Yeah, we, we may slightly be playing into what she wants to a certain degree yeah, depends on how much she actually believes it but we're not actually letting her have this like uh this one-way voice like, yeah that's true we are, we are giving her a lot of shit back <laughs> yeah like she's getting it back and social media allows us to call people out and obviously cancel culture i don't agree with we're calling no, people that, out yeah that's fine like, cancel culture, I think, is dumb. They don't like people to grow. There's only... So if, if someone's a pedophile... Yeah, that's fair enough. If someone's a pedophile, they're lucky they can keep their throat intact. Yeah, but, like, other than that, unless it's, like, just, like repeated after they've been called out, like... Uh, I don't know if you keep up with YouTube, Jeremy. But, Some. <laughs> like, I'm guessing you know about, like, Jeffree Star, like, repeated racism. I've heard about it. Like him, like that's a bit different. But like, if you got, if you're going back for someone's Twitter, like twenty, thirty years, like not obvious, obviously not twenty, thirty years, but like from like ten years ago, where like James Gunn. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 all right. I, get... I know now most fourteen and fifteen year olds wouldn't use slurs on the social media because yeah, we're the... taught because of social media not to. that that's wrong. But people win, and we don't allow them. It's not rather than going, oh, could you comment on this and, like, apologise for it? It's more like a, 
you said this I'll take, I'll take your career now yeah yeah like, which obviously I do not agree with it's me me at 14 right i posted some very interesting things on my facebook and i use the word interesting as a cover <laughs> well i know me i've always been quite a left-wing leaning person like i've called myself a feminist since i knew what feminism was but like i used to have some pretty i don't want to say they weren't racist views, they were just views that when you're younger and you don't know any better and you're just mimicking what people around you have said. When you're brought up in a kind of chavvy area, yeah, this like, kind of thing. Yeah, like that. I used to say stuff like that that obviously now I'd never ever say. I never used slurs, but like, I did say some definitely some coded things. But social media taught me that's not okay. Yeah, you know what I actually said? That and my uh, my mum. My mum is a uh, big shout out to you, mum. I know you're listening right now. She taught me um, to not be a dick, basically. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like, even um, before gender identity politics was like a really spoken about a thing, I used to be such a little prick about it. Well, and I, I call myself out right now. I used like, it's, to say um, things like, um, there's only two like, genders or whatever. I'm like, you know me now. I'd fight someone. Yeah. Yeah, you, you'd fucking punch me in the throat. But like, I, yeah. I did the, uh, the whole, oh, you know, I'm going to... I'm identify as an Apache attack helicopter and changed it on Facebook. I hope I've changed it back, actually. I haven't checked my Facebook in, like, five years. <laughs> but, but like, now I'm just like, really? That's that's kind of kind of so, sad. Yeah, like, like, we all said stuff like that. Like, maybe not openly on social media, but we all definitely said stuff like that. So, yeah, because we're stupid. But now... You can't, you can't hold a kid responsible for their actions 20 years on. You can hold it in the time, but... Not yeah, exactly. Like, my sister is the age I was when I used to say things that were definitely offensive. Mm. Um, and, like, she'd never say it now because she knows from social media and from watching, like, YouTubers get cancelled and stuff that they're not okay. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I think I don't agree with cancel culture, like, now, but I think it's existing has put a threat in people's minds. And I think that was a good thing. Yeah, I think in theory it's good. It's just never taken all the right way. Like, you'll cancel anyone for, like, a slight misstep. Or if someone disagrees with your opinion. Exactly, and we can't expect people to be 100% perfect, but social media is a way to, like, educate people and stuff as well. I th Yeah, I think, you know what, to, to summarise, I think you've made a very decent case. Uh, it has its flaws, the flaws that I was exacerbating. Mm -hmm. But ultimately... I think it does bring us all together really well, as and you can see that as evidenced by the recent civil movements. Yes, I'd say that, definitely. You know what, Caitlin, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. All right. I appreciate you being here. Uh, that hour has flown by. Yeah, I can't believe it's so late. <laughs> Jesus, I'm going to have to make sure that I um, get rid of all the anti-Semitic, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> One of these, I'm going to say something too far and just you get myself got. <laughs> Get yourself cancelled before you even get there. Honestly, honestly. But thank you so much for coming on. All right. Thank you, listeners. I hope you enjoyed, and I'll speak to you next time. What's this? An outro? Yeah, um...
I forgot about last time. Sorry, guys. Needless to say, Caitlin succeeded in convincing me that social media has given us a voice like we've never had before. So, um, go show us some love. And I'd like to offer a disclaimer. This goes without saying, but I'm not a scientist, politician, or doctor in any field. Actually, I'm a janitor at the moment. And even if I was, make sure that you research the things that people say to you before you regurgitate them. It makes you seem more practiced. It makes you seem more intelligent. makes you seem more rehearsed. These are all good things. Good practice. And uh, to cap it off, follow us on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram, I guess. And some interesting things coming down the pipeline soon. We may be starting a YouTube so you can see my beautiful face on the regular. Thank you guys very much for listening. Have a good night, morning, holiday, afternoon, or whenever the hell you listen to this. Au revoir.